Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. For the uh, first time since the pandemic started, there's been a drop in alcohol sales. Yeah, they were down 2% two weeks ago, which is the first down week since this all started. Well, summer's coming. You think it'll you know ramp right back up? You'd hope. Yeah, or maybe people are slowing up on the drinking right now because summer is coming. They're trying right. to trim up a little bit. Well, don't forget too. We just come out of February, so that whole dry February oh, thing. Right. A lot of people were True. doing. You pick the shortest month to stop drinking. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I thought it was dry January. Did uh, they stretch it into February. I think now? they stretched into February. I think I think some people tried January and yeah. figured now there's 31 days. Right. Too much. I'm too going much. to February when there's only 28. Makes makes uh, makes sense. One year ago, alcohol sales were up 55% because people were stockpiling booze at the beginning of the pandemic. Rye and toilet paper, <laughs> two, two essential things. Of course. Yeah. Now, you mentioned this uh, yesterday off the air. We just didn't get a chance to get to it. Miller Lite released three candles yes. to make you feel like you're at a bar until you can finally go back to one of them safely. The candles are named Dive Bar, Beer Garden, and Game Day. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah, and they apparently <laughs> smell like their names. They sold out immediately. Are you serious? Gone. Yeah. Wow. I'm still waiting for my vagina candle. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered it and it hasn't shown up yet. So. Right. So what does a dive bar smell like? Oh, there was I guess uh, it's like peanuts or stale beer, yeah, sweat. It, like had a musty scent sure. to it as well. It was uh, it, it had a certain combination, and I wish I uh, I think I deleted it. I That's wish I okay. had uh, exa- what exactly was in it. You can think it out, like beer garden. I mean, that would smell maybe like hot dogs. It's got a little more outdoor yeah. uh, scent to it. So you'll have some grasses in 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 uh, in the beer garden scent. I think there was like a, a musty smell in the dive bar yeah. one. And then the, uh, what's the other? The Game third day. One? Game day one had like peanuts. Right. Uh, that like would make popcorn sense. Popcorn had, right. had some more kind of. Game day sense to it. Sweaty well. big guy beside you. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tasty. Anyhow, I don't know if Miller Lite's going to re-release or they sold out. So probably will. I would think put more of them out now. They see that they sell so well. Uh, almost 60% of kids say their grades went up since they started doing remote learning. I thought it'd be the opposite, but huh. You notice your kids' grades doing better, or teachers uh, just being a little more liberal with the? I think a bit of both. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think teachers a little more liberal with the uh, with the marking right. system, and you know less testing right. uh, necessarily. Um, you know, could be the fact that they've got a parent helping them, mm-hmm. uh, as giving well. them the answers. Uh, yeah, either that or just you know more one on one, a little more hands on. If they if they. You know, if they have a question in class, you remember this when you were in class. If you if you had a question, you didn't want to embarrass yourself by asking a stupid question, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't ask it. Right. But if you've got a parent right behind you and your mic is off and you can ask them uh, for help on that, you'll ask them the uh, the question. And then the parent calls you an idiot. Yeah, what, pretty are you much. Stupid? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think a little bit of that as well, and, and you know, for some, it just it it tend to work. How many parents, too, have it's been the opposite where they've been so embarrassed by not knowing the answer to things? It, well, one, they've changed around a couple of things. Like the math, they 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 make it different for some reason. You got to oh, really? find different ways to multiply. If you're doing 
big numbers. And, and there's a new box graph method. Oh, really? Yeah, you're looking at it going, what, what the hell is all of this? Why, <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with the old math? It was That's working right. for me. The old hangman game. Yeah, or line it all up. Um, researchers in Mexico made a mask that just covers your nose to wear while you're eating and drinking. Basically, I guess they say it's better than nothing, but obviously not as good as a full mask. Just wear a pig nose. Yeah, that's a good look. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is great. A student was busted playing Call of Duty during a remote class when he forgot to mute his audio and the whole class could hear him talking to the people he was playing with. (laughs) That's great. That's great. The world might be facing a coffee shortage because of the pandemic, not because we're drinking so much of it, but because the pandemic affected how many shipping containers were available around the world. This, Speaking of shipping, this uh, situation in the Suez Canal is unbelievable. They've got, you know, this cargo ship that's stuck mm-hmm. in the canal. It's like the size of a, of a skyscraper, <laughs> the, yeah. this ship. It's massive, and it, in high winds, it missed the mark it's stuck there and now there's like a hundred other ships who are lined up behind it yeah just idling waiting to get through sorry guys it's like the ultimate parallel park i'm just gonna back up give me, a, give me a little room sorry sorry uh what else do we got here random side effect of the pandemic uh, there's been so much stress dentists have seen a 70 percent increase in issues from people grinding their teeth chips and cracks told you that the other day i went in to get my uh my mouth guard replaced for grinding yeah my sleep guard or whatever it is and uh and they said unbelievable demand like everyone's getting it now because they're grinding their teeth out with the stress if you go into a taco bell these days they probably don't have their free sauce packets out for you to grab to keep things safe during covid but you guess so you got to ask for them that means people uh, aren't stocking up on taco bell sauce like they used to you know shoving it in your pockets <laughs> So now there's a big demand for Taco Bell sauce packets on eBay. People were able to stock up on the packets and sell them in bulk to other really? people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm not sure if this should make parents feel amazing or worried, but according to a new survey, two-thirds of kids between the age of five and eight say their parents are now their best friends after spending so much time in the past. Yeah, that should make you worried. Yeah, I, and ask the parents the opposite. They wouldn't say their kids are their best friend. <laughs> and uh, finally, this story. A caravan of National Guard soldiers transporting the COVID vaccine were held at gunpoint on Monday by a 66-year-old guy from Arizona. When the cops arrested him, he said he thought they were kidnapping women and children in the vans. So he got his conspiracy stuff, got him all wound up, and he ended up holding these National Guard at gunpoint. And I heard there was a case in Florida, too, where one of the uh, the people administering the needle mm. has been fired after bringing her whole family in and jumping the line. From Florida, you say? Yes, I mm, do say. Shocking. Dougie Elliott yesterday uh, has decided that we need another holiday. And listen, I'll, I'll take a holiday if it means a day off. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> but he, he figured out that we got a Good Friday. Right. And we got Easter Sunday. Right. But we've always had that Saturday in the middle there. Uh-huh. So he has announced that The Rock has declared uh, that Saturday between the Friday and the Sunday to be Easter Saturday now. Okay. And I like it. Is this an actual holiday? Yes. Or just a, a, a like... Marking a day. We're gonna well, well we're gonna make it a holiday, I guess. We're we're going to uh, work towards having because the trues play on that Easter sa- Saturday right. for the first time, and that just happened by coincidence. But moving forward, much like our headstones and Unsilent Night becomes a Christmas tradition, this will become the Easter tradition with the trues on the Saturday of the uh, of the long weekend. 
I mean, we even have Easter Monday. You can get rid of that. That's it's a gonna, waste of time. Uh, well, I mean, it's not a waste of time for people who get it off. But teachers. Um, yeah, I guess they enjoy that day off. But uh, we just got to figure the, uh, I guess, the religious uh, bend to it. Because uh, if I've got the story right, Easter Sunday is the resurrection, right? right? Yes, yes. So Easter Saturday, we just track him through the airport or however he's <laughs> he's, he's coming back. Like a planes, trains, and automobiles. He's, yeah, sure. He, he's stuck in Chicago. Jesus just left Chicago, uh, as <laughs> some band once he, said. He'll never make the six. Nope, that's right. Um, Okay, so what's your angle then? Well, I don't know. Wine? I guess we could drink more wine. I mean, I, from my, I understand from the stories he enjoyed his wine. Can you drink more wine? I can find Is a it way. possible? I can find a way. We'll have some bread. We'll break bread. We'll have wine. Right. I, I'm suspect of Dougie coming up with this. This <laughs> sounds like a holiday for him that one of us will end up working. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll end up. Uh, well, at least That's it's great. April. At least it's April. The so weather's Friday nice. Friday off, Sunday off. Uh-huh. Some get Monday off, and you're stuck working Saturday. <laughs> that in. sounds like a Doug Elliott type holiday. We'll have to introduce the truths. All of a sudden, it'll be Craig and Lucky's <laughs> yeah, Easter right. Saturday. Well, is that it for number seven? Kyle Lowry was last night his uh, his final game as a Raptor. What do you think? Uh, the writing's certainly on the wall for it. That this is the time. You know, the Raptors just snapped a nine game losing streak. Uh, thoughts of a championship this year mm. aren't happening, so perhaps this is the time to start looking at building blocks for a future of the franchise. It's really difficult around these times to think about, especially when you're just coming off of a recent championship, the dismantling of yeah. that team. Uh, it's always a sad event, and I think a lot of people emotionally connected to it. And the way that, that Kyle Lowry has handled himself in Toronto mm-hmm. since, since becoming a Raptor, it's been nine years. Wow, uh, and uh, you know he he's been you know fantastic with on the court, off the court. You know you, you think of you know moments even last year with that you know shot the buzzer beater shot by OG Ananobi and Kyle Lowry smiling like a little kid mm. <laughs> running over at his teammate at that. Those are the things you know, and uh, of course the the championship run that you're going to remember, and he should be fondly remembered as one of the, if not the best Raptors ever to play. Yeah, for me, a lot of the moments that I remember of him or that I think of is just the moments when his kids would come and meet him on the court or right. after a game, and his children are so damn cute, and he had to pick them both up. And, and I think the love affair with Kyle Lowry is much like the love affair we had with Doug Gilmore. This city loves Small, scrappy players. Mm. Tough guys who are in there, not afraid to mix it up, or, you know, all over the either the ice or the court. Somewhat underdogs, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. So uh, we'll wait and see. I know that he loves uh, Toronto and that he uh, loved his time as a Raptor and has said that even if this is it, uh, he'll come back and retire as a Raptor, that he'll sign a, uh, if they'll allow it or want it, he'd sign a one-day contract with them just to hang it up as a Raptor. They should, and yeah. they, they should hang that jersey right from the roof the second he does. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and I was interested in hearing your opinion on this when I heard this story yesterday. This is an NHL ref getting caught with a hot mic explaining why he called a penalty against Nashville in a game against Detroit. 1242 to go in the second. So that's a guy, a ref named Tim Peel, been in the NHL over 20 years, has, has been a ref in, during the Olympics and during Stanley Cup uh, playoffs and finals. 
and they fired his arse over that. Yeah, and, and it's 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 difficult. I wish that Mike didn't get cut off because I think what he was saying is I wanted to call a penalty penalty against them earlier mm. and didn't, mm. uh, and so you know saw this one and got it. And and it's you know the NHL uh, has to hammer down on this. And and Elliot Freeman made the point uh, yesterday, and I, I I tend to agree with it that this has a lot to do with sponsorship mm. and the fact that a lot of those sponsors have to do with betting and gambling That's right. in the game now. And just the appearance appearance of impropriety or the appearance that, that things are not uh, fair or somehow predetermined by uh, the NHL or by referees is just unacceptable. But it's also phony, is it not? Because this is the way the game has been played since the beginning of time. The, play, the way the game has been played and the way the game has been refereed and referees have been taught mm. throughout the years, too. It, they call it game management, right? right? And that's, you know, for the same reason you don't see, you know, Toronto, Ottawa tonight, that one team get nine power plays, the other none. Mm. There's some game management that goes on. And They've only, the, re- the NHL, made it more difficult on referees, I think, by putting two of them there. Because right. now you've got two heads trying to combine, and you could have one back referee going, well, I don't like the call that that guy just made. I mm. saw it. I didn't think it was a penalty. So I'm going to look for an infraction on the other team to right. see if I can kind of even that up. Even up calls have been part of the game and will continue to be part of the game. It's unfortunate that he got caught on an open mic mm-hmm. and loses his job for it. I felt so bad for him. You know, in, in any uh, career, and certainly we're in that position where uh, God knows there's no more panic than looking down after you've been speaking when you think you're off the air and you look down and you realize that light is still on. Right. Yeah. Like, what did I say? And maybe <laughs> he probably didn't even know. Right. right. I mean, it's yeah. not like because they have they got a little box that doesn't on their sound hip like the uh, the in arena one that no, he uses to announce penalties. That look it sounds like it was just picked up on one of the the, the ones from around the penalty yeah. boxes or whatever it might be or by the benches. Yeah. Uh, and and because of that, you know, and because there's no fans in the stands, you can hear everything. That's now, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think that was just a conversation with a coach that happened to get picked up on probably the mic from between the benches. Yeah. So. You know, really, really a difficult situation. And having, like, listen, having been on the bench, uh, you know, for for my kids' games and listening to coaches at the OHL level, this lobbying for calls goes on all the time. That's influencing the referee's sure. decisions and the way that he manages the game is part of the game. Mm. You know, if if the other team has gotten three power plays, you know that coach is on the referee all the time saying, hey, mm. watch them for a little bit. There's two teams on the ice. Yeah, and it's not just hockey, too. I mean, you see baseball where an ump will call a strike when it uh, when it isn't one, and then all of a sudden he'll give guy, a guy something when it's four feet out. So, right. you know, it, it happens in all sports. I, I never understood the interest in being a ref in the NHL or in any level of hockey because you, you're just basically going to work to get yelled at. <laughs> Nobody ever says, good game, ref. They're just always screaming at them. Right. I mean, I got married for that. <laughs> so uh, this uh, this was from a live show uh, about a year ago, just before, I guess, the pandemic hit. And it was in London, England, and it featured a bunch of famous people reading real love letters. Now, not their own. Many were from historical figures. And in some, just a, a random uh, letter. And uh, this is not, by any means, a love letter. Uh, A dude decided that he would uh, keep track over a year of all the reasons that his wife turned him down for sex. (laughs) Now, 
This guy is one horny dude. <laughs> right. And even keeping this list, I would say, is probably going to keep you in the uh, keep you in the dugout. Uh-huh. You're not going to get to play. No. Uh, he, but he asked her 365 times. So, so, daily. Uh, so this is part of the joke. He asked yeah, every day. Every day. Um, so some of the answers, and he kept track of the amount of times as well <laughs> that she would answer a certain way. So, for example, it's too hot 15 times by... It's too cold, three times. Okay. Can we have sex? It's too late, 16 times. It's too early, nine times. Wow. Pretending to sleep 35 times. (laughs) I love this excuse. It'll make the cat jealous 18 times. I'm too drunk 17 times. Wow. And is that all you think about? 83 times. 83. Yeah. So did he did he get it all the other times though? <laughs> I, you do the math; so. it's still a couple of hundred times. Yeah. Well, he claims out of three hundred and sixty-five times, he scored thirty-six. Okay. So in a, in a marriage, thirty-six times over a year, separate that out. That those, that's not bad numbers. <laughs> three times a month. That's great numbers, I think. <laughs> Asking every day. <laughs> now this this makes me laugh. You know, couples just do the dumbest stuff. You, you know, you want I guess you. Maybe you've been in a relationship for a while. You want to spice things up. So a guy named Eric and his wife, Katie, were uh, role-playing. They were doing the old handyman and lonely housewife game. Right. Always fun to play. <laughs> when they came up with this idea to have the handyman renew, remove a doorknob and then have sex through the hole of the door. Oh. Well, Eric got a little too excited with this idea, upped his ED meds. And they actually did have sex through the door. Then he couldn't get out of the door. <laughs> wow. He was stuck. <laughs> that's a, that hole is pretty big. That's a good on you. Now, yeah, everybody, Eric. Now, may, who knows, maybe it was a different type of door hole. Okay, you're right. Anyhow, he got stuck and was in so much pain, they had to call 911. Oh, no. Oh, the paramedics must have had a good oh. laugh with this. <laughs> they couldn't get him free. So they had to saw off part of the door, and Eric had to go to the ER with his junk stuck in the hall. <laughs> Just walking in with a piece of wood in front of him. I got knock, knock. <laughs> I got double wood today. Wow. Uh, fortunately, the doctors managed to get him free without any permanent damage down below. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, another example of why I always say missionary lights out apologizing right. in tears. What was something that was really you thought cool when you were a kid, but now uh, you just uh, hate it? Running. <laughs> Used to run everywhere as yeah, a kid. Yeah, never stopped. Never stopped. Running down the street, running home, running everywhere. Now, oh yeah. my goodness, the thought of it. Uh, getting mail. People uh, remember as a kid loving to get mail. This was exciting. Maybe a birthday or a Christmas card came in the mail for you. Now all we do is get bills as adults. But there was a time when getting mail was exciting. Uh, people said just waiting to grow up, just waiting to become an adult, you know, because we, that's all we want to do when we're a kid right. is get older. Yeah, There's all those true. steps along the way we're so excited to get to. Now we're just trying to slam on the brakes. That's it. Carnival rides. Loved them when we were kids. Not so much now. <laughs> well, spinning teacups Ugh. are really spinny now. Oh, public swimming pools. <laughs> I, you could light me up in flames, and I would keep walking past a swimming public swimming pool. They're the worst. They're so gross. 
Uh, did you remember going to one as a kid? Oh, yeah. I'd hang out in them all the time when I, I was a kid. Going. There was one in a park nearby, and it was always jam-packed. Oh, oh. Like, just jammed. Just gross. You have to get a quarter to put your stuff into a locker. <laughs> yeah. Tie the key around your waist like an idiot. I remember having to take my kids to swimming lessons and being so grossed out by that change room. There was always some wet sock or somebody's leftover underwear right. sitting on the floor. And those floors were never dry. Never. The smell of the the locker room. Like, yeah. just, my hands feel dry just <laughs> thinking about the chlorine content of the public swimming pool. You could see the athlete's foot crawling on the floor. I remember the screaming matches I would have. Not really, well, not really screaming because there's other parents around, so you got to try and keep it under your breath. Mm. But when, like, the boys were very young and in their swimming lessons and just trying to get them not to touch any surface. right. 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 In that room, right, right. like you'd you'd carry them in wrapped in the towel, <laughs> put the towel like down, and say, "Do not touch anything else. <laughs> Don't let anything hit the floor." Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh it's just the worst, kids. <laughs> uh, and finally, my favorite answer, maybe uh, things that you loved as a kid but hate as an adult. Bill Cosby. <laughs> rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.